Welcome back, finally, to another episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose, and um, I run this thing every now and again. (laughs) It's been such a long time since I've made a podcast, and, you know, I always kind of, like, have the typical intro for when I start these, and, you know, I think, you know, if somebody's listening to this for the first time, like, what are they expecting, Um, and... I don't really know (laughs) and I guess it's kind of what this podcast is about um you know it's been like a year that I've been doing this probably more I'm not sure and um this summer was the first time that I really sat down and thought about what it was you know what I was doing and the impact of it and whether or not it was necessary or not and I needed to take a break to think about that and um I think now is the time to come back and talk and discuss and you know there are moments that I felt like I really wanted to come back on and and share things you know as if you would kind of talk to a friend or whatever um but then there are other moments where I didn't really feel like my voice on here was necessary so yeah I think before we get directly into that I just wanted to say thank you for everyone new and old who are supporting the podcast leaving me messages and comments and whatnot i truly do appreciate it i know if i don't reply it seems like a douchebag move but truly i appreciate it and um i I don't know it's really strange it's very strange and i hope i can explain it in some way at some point but um i don't know let's let's give it a whack so before we begin (laughs) this whole amped up conversation um I have a song that I want to play. I think it'll just get the mood right. Um, I recently went out to this record store near my house and found a really, I I feel like it's kind of a rare copy of um, the Buffalo 66 soundtrack. Um, For those who don't know, it was this, I would say like popular indie film um, directed by Vincent Gallo or Gallo. And it stars Christina Ricci and himself. Um, and he did a lot of the soundtrack, but there's this one song called Moonchild, um, by King Crimson, and I, f- I may have played this in the past, I don't quite remember, but, yeah, I don't know, let's stop talking and let's start listening. Enjoy. <laughs> Child 
Welcome back. That was um, such a gorgeous song, right? Um, it's called Moonchild by King Crimson, and I believe that it was a recording from um, 1969. So it's that scene in the film, if you've seen it, um, where Christina Ricci's character is tap dancing in this bowling alley, and there's a spotlight. It's very surreal, and she's wearing actually these really gorgeous. Um, kind of glittery like tap shoes and blue tights and that film actually is beautiful I think he shot it on um on 16 or 35 or something it was really really nice like kind of a cool western film um I don't know so yeah so a lot of things have happened um I think my ambivalence toward the podcast kind of started early in the summer um i was working on a film that came to town this production um they filmed half of it in new zealand and half of it here and it was like a sci-fi thriller whatnot and it was very i don't know it was kind of like a big deal you know (laughs) it was kind of scary to be kind of jumping into that and um at the same time there was i'm sure you all are familiar with the philando Castile shooting that happened in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is a city right next to mine. I live in Minneapolis. And um, it was really surreal because I was working on that set, you know, like super, super long hours. And, you know, like we were filming in the same city when that happened. And I had no idea initially because I was so engrossed with this work. And, um, for those who kind of don't really remember this incident, because, you know, there are so many that are happening. Um, there was, like, a Facebook Live video that his girlfriend posted while she was in the car when he got shot, and he later passed away. Um, and it was just really heartbreaking, and her, like, four-year-old daughter was in the back of the car, and it really shook me for, like, a lot of different reasons, you know? I was like angry and upset at um, myself for not being completely engaged in this incident because initially, you know, this isn't the first time that it's happened in Minneapolis at all. Like a huge part of the movement here started with um, Jamar Clark's case and I had a lot of friends who were um, participating in these Black Lives Matter protests or some of them were even leading them it was amazing um but to see that you know a year later we were still dealing with this stuff and you know i am a white woman i don't know how it feels even in the slightest um you know but i think like all of my values were put to the front and i it was you know telling me like what is important and I thought about the podcast and I didn't know if this was so like important, you know, to have like my voice be out here talking about whatever. And cuz there's a lot of things going on and it really made me question like especially with film work 
or things that I do like on the side like how important is that you know like should I really be spending all of these hours and like a really hierarchical um I don't know kind of like business way of like production like working on this film that maybe I don't quite like believe in personally um or believe that it's like necessarily important and it just really I don't know it got me there you know and um there are other moments throughout the summer um I think like another like after that I kind of was very critical of just like media like social media stuff like that I actually read The Bling Ring by uh, Nancy Jo Sales and if you've seen the Sophia Coppola film you know that she adapted that book um, into this this movie and it was based off these true events of these young kids in the early 2000s in Hollywood um, robbing celebrities people who were reality TV stars or whatnot um, and trying to kind of like inch their way closer to fame and so I was thinking a lot about fame and what that meant and how important that is you know what do we what do we call fame what is necessary and I don't know you see I'm kind of like getting in these <laughs> weird tangents and I don't quite know the answer to anything like that's kind of been my whole vibe as of recent and then you know another big thing was um moving you know like I lived in this really beautiful lofted apartment and the rent was pretty pricey and I lived there my last year of college and I graduated and I had to make the choice to move and live somewhere else um that was cheaper and probably like less safe and I don't know like that kind of hit me as well because then all of this like economic reality set in given that I am privileged enough to go to college yet I have all of these crazy amount of loans and I have I work two jobs and you know it just all kind of came crashing in a sense and I'm laughing because it's like uncomfortable to realize that like this is my reality for like the rest of my life pretty much um but there were sweeter moments, like, uh, <laughs> I, I can't really, I can't really say what, which is annoying, but, um, I don't know, like, I think moving is always such, like, a pivotal moment, you know, um, when I lived in my first apartment, I, like, a couple of weeks before moving out, um, my boyfriend and I, were clearly like going to break up it was a very like a volatile situation if you will and strangely enough there was like an incident that happened I I would rather not you know get into details because I don't know who's listening or whatnot but um there's just like this crazy night where I don't know there were things that were happening and I needed to get away like I needed my space and somehow like magically the roof of my apartment was open because they were you know clean or I think they were painting the walls in the stairwell or something and nobody knew that this roof was open and I went up there during all of that and he didn't know that I was gone <laughs> and I looked I looked outside and there was this 
the cityscape, you know, this place that I've lived in my whole life, and I was seeing it from this new perspective, and I hadn't seen it, you know, the whole time that I lived there, and I realized, like, yeah, things are changing, like, things are really changing, and the following year, I lived, you know, probably in the best area, I had the best times of my life, like, I was truly happy after all that was over, but it was still really bittersweet, and, um, you know, it it was a little hard, like, leaving, you guys remember, I, I won't, like, go into details again, but if you remember, I'm gonna say Heath Ledger, the guy who looked like Heath Ledger, if you remember that situation, you know, that was just so sweet, and something, like, fun, um, that I had, <laughs> I feel like I'm speaking in, like, code, which I kind of am, um, but oddly enough, Heath Ledger, he, up and disappeared in the middle of the night. I, I talked about it on the podcast before, if you've followed me. But a new Heath Ledger came in, and he was so beautiful and just so kind and handsome and, like, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and that, you know, like, each time you move out, you have these weird things that happen in your life, like, things that you don't imagine will happen. And that happened, and, um, you know, it didn't pan out the way that I'd wanted to of course um but it was still nice so that was really if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about if you don't then you don't but so there was all that and now that fall is here I'm kind of I don't really know I I wonder if I should be getting like a big girl job instead of working two jobs that are very like physically demanding um and I just was in this huge fog and I had to get out so I went to the Badlands um, in South Dakota and that was ugh, like the best thing that could I don't know it was it was like amazing it was everything that I've like dreamt of I guess which sounds really cliche but um, you know I think of like tourism in America like I, I hold it in a very special place in my heart um you know with all the turmoil that is happening in our country right now and this absurd like political political sorry (laughs) thing that is happening it's everything is very black and white and intense and scary but being out there it was just all gray and perhaps that seems more complicated but it really just felt more clear than anything you know like it was it was really amazing observing these areas that I've dreamt about and that I remember from you know going there in my childhood and seeing that the people live there all in grays like you know there's no right or wrong there are all these middle grounds and people live and enjoy themselves there some of them don't but um I don't know there's just there's so many things to observe there and that was like I just felt at home like I felt at peace being out there so I guess I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can finally like like reflect on memories and things that have happened and not be hunkered down with the schoolwork or whatever but there's also you know that huge area that's left unexplored in my life which is adulthood and trying to figure all that out and um 
yeah so there's there's just a little hint of what i've been dealing with and i'm sure that many of you can relate so we're gonna take a breather and listen to another song that i've picked for you guys um this one i found on my new ipod which i'm very excited about um my friend frederick gave me an ipod and he has some really great taste in music so this song is called once upon a summertime by blossom deary enjoy once upon a summertime if you recall we stopped beside a little flower stall a bunch of bright forget-me-nots was all I'd let you buy me Once upon a summertime just like today We laughed the happy afternoon away And stole a kiss in every street cafe You were sweeter than blossoms on the tree I was as proud as any girl could be as if the mayor had offered me the key to Paris now another winter time has come and gone the pigeons feeding in the square have flown But I remember when the vespers chime You loved me once upon a summer time Blossom Deary with Once Upon a Summertime. Really beautiful song. I kind of like how it gets a little melancholy. Um, I played that a lot this summer, so I thought I'd throw it in the podcast for today. Um, so yeah, where was I? <laughs> in the middle of turmoil. Um, yeah, actually, you know, recently, gosh, it's like already fall time here. I have been getting a few messages um or just things from friends being like oh i remember that halloween podcast i did last year i really want to do one still um for this year so hopefully i'll get it up before the end of the month um 
but I love this time of the year. I really love Halloween and everything after that is just totally bleak for me. Like I'm not really into Thanksgiving or Christmas or anything <laughs> until the summer hits. So this is prime time. But recently, um, like every now and again, I have to watch American Beauty just to kind of like center my soul. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It was interesting. I uh, I once read a book. I can't remember the name. It was just some like film theory book but they were talking about American Beauty and um sort of like as existentialism in conjunction but it was there's this one quote from the film which I feel like resonated with me throughout my my time um and it was the line something about like the the main character says it's always amazing like when you wake up one day and realize that you still have the ability to surprise yourself and I think that's like the most amazing like line that I've ever heard ever because it talks about this like psychological break where you kind of realize that you know I can change the way that I live um or the way that I want to be um, and it's just a matter of like that moment when like you wake up and I've only had those moments like those really huge breakthrough moments like a couple times in my life <laughs> like one of them was when I had like the existential crisis and that wasn't like you know a positive change but um another time was like getting out of a bad friendship I felt like very empowered and like like the world was lifted and I could see everything differently and um I just think that part is so sweet in that film, you know, because, you know, truly at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I, I feel personally, you know, that's how I live is like realizing those moments where you change, where you progress, where you observe, where you love and just riding those and waiting for them and luxuriating in them, you know. I think I realized throughout these past few months the thing that I'm most terrified of is being stagnant and not happy about being stagnant you know what I mean like if I felt happy living in a trailer along I-90 in South Dakota and that was everything to me and that was fine like I will do that in a heartbeat you know but I'm waiting for that that feeling that I get where everything just seems all right at the end of the day and I'm not worrying about what's what else I should be doing like I'm already doing it and I don't know part of me is like a little iffy about saying that out loud because I don't know if I feel that completely like I don't know if I I really know what I want to do or if I have like the courage to do what I want to do um but I feel like I'm not alone here and I feel like that's why I'm doing this you know like I'm slowly convincing myself to keep on doing this podcast because I feel like it's good to let all these things out and to process them and I still don't understand sometimes why other people like to listen you know like to listen to all this but 
I think like we're on to something and that's why I keep on doing it like we have a taste we have a taste of something and we can't quite grasp it but it's like there and I feel like I feel hopeful at the end of the day you know I feel hopeful and part of me like another big thing is just like privacy like I'm a very private person if you haven't met me in real life that's just how I am and being this honest online and having people have these audio clips of me like forever and ever freaks me out a little bit but um I think we're like on to something like I said before and I think it's I think it's all right you know to just put it out there and let it live because it sounds like for some people this is something that they need and enjoy as well so yeah American Beauty that'll do it to you <laughs> such a good film I remember when I was um when I was younger I used to watch these like tourism ads on tv they I could never sleep as a kid I'd be up till like 5 a.m every morning and there was a South Dakota tourism ad and it had uh this kid he's like riding in a car and then he goes past this old western town and he sees his reflection and he's wearing this like 10 gallon hat and he's like a suddenly a cowboy and um <laughs> there was like a a song playing and it was the most beautiful song it um had strings and I, I can't quite remember and piano yeah and um I found out actually that it was by Thomas Newman who is the composer of the American Beauty soundtrack and it led me into this whole loophole and here I am just like circling around these things that inspire me so I don't know I think the West is where it's at. We'll see where I end up. But, um, yeah, in a nutshell, that's been my life for the past few months. And, um, it feels good to be back and to talk about this stuff. And I hope that we can do it more in the future. And it's not kind of like I've, I realized that I can't make these things unless I'm true. Like, if I'm bullshitting stuff or. If I'm making it because I feel like I have to make it, then it's just going to suck. And I don't want to, you know, (laughs) like put that out there into the world. So I think we'll probably put the film club stuff on pause for a little while. And I'm not sure how often these will go up for a while. But as long as we are all on the same page, I feel like life's all right, you know. So just want to say thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and supporting and just being a friend, you know, even if we've never talked or you never have said anything, you know, I appreciate your interest and I hope that we can all get to where we're going. All right. You know, so I'm going to leave us with um, a little Elvis. I actually wanted to mention a comment that I got on my last podcast which was a while ago um Jacqueline H said totally name dropping because we were talking about Elvis on the last podcast I'm friends with an old lady who went to high school with Elvis she told me about this time her older sister kissed him it was a big deal in their town for the teens I like to think how she must have gained a little status from that and I wonder if her life changed a little if at all that year Maybe she got to walk in a little differently or perhaps sat at a different table. 
that is so <laughs> nuts <laughs> yeah i would die um yeah all right this is elvis you are always on my mind one of my favorite songs um that he's recorded so yeah love you guys and hope you have a good day bye Maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have Maybe I didn't love you Quite as often as I could have Little things I should have said and done I just never took the time Often as I could have